0: This thing on? All right. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't wanna know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swim. Yeah. I'm a swimming light.
1: This is the Swim in the Light Podcast.
0: season let's keep it tall y'all ain't fucking with my man and don't check your watch you know the time cold world killer can niggas is fucking yeah. finished. welcome back to the swim delight the light podcast i am your host leo suarez and today i want to unpack an album that recently dropped an album by one jermaine cole aka north carolina's finest AKA the real is back, the villa's back. I'm talking about J. Cole, with his newest album, The Off Season. Now, before I get to the album, I wanna talk real quick about where this album came from. Now, J. Cole has been teasing this album for more than three years, ever since 2018's KOD, when he stated the fall off will be his last album. Obviously, that hasn't been the case as of yet. In late last year, 2020, he wrote the title, The Off Season, on a piece of paper with the caption, I still got some goals, I gotta check off, before I scram. Now, on this piece of paper, read the falloff era, with features crossed off, And Revenge of the Dreamers 3 crossed off also. Of course, I'm talking about his exceptional, exceptional feature run post-KOD with the likes of 21 Savage, Ari Lennox, J-Rock, and many others. Leading up to his compilation album in 2019, Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Now, what really stood out to me was that Cole's been saying The Fall Off will be his last album before he retires. Combine that with the respective era, which is assumed to be his last written down and teased for us fans, with It's a Boy as well, which has since been confirmed that will be another album as well. So there's still two albums left to go, and I'm really excited to hear about this. Combine this with the caption, for I scram, you now have a recipe for respect, admiration, love, chaos, and expectations. It's been the most highly anticipated album in my radar for a while. Now, since we're in the middle of this prestigious era, it was pretty easy for me to speculate that, bro, what a time we're in, dog, to be witnessing a king at his prime. And yes, I say at his prime because post KOD, with every song, every feature, every show, every documentary, every bar, has been risen. At worst, it's been all hits, no misses. At best, straight up classic. It was in this era where he won his first ever first ever Grammy with his near perfect single with 21 Savages A Lot an award that even his best album in my opinion 2014 Forest Hills Drive couldn't touch an album that he shunned I'm sorry an award that he shunned for most of his career to finally winning I think to me It's an honor to be witnessing greatness and possibly the prime of his career. But it's also kind of bittersweet to be witnessing all of this, knowing damn well that we're in the middle of his last era. In a few years, he will drop his last album, The Fall Off, and he'll retire and he'll be gone. So, it's crazy to think that we're currently witnessing the rap equivalent to Kobe's last 60-point game. We're just still in the first half. Whether or not he fulfills that promise to stay retired, that's up for debate, of course. Nonetheless, he dropped the offseason on May 14th, 2021, as perhaps a prelude. And I gotta say... This might be my favorite rap album, or album in general, so far in the year 2021. Now to me, expectations were already high. Since before COVID, with the teasing and shows, the pre-planning that fell in line with his kid being born, hence It's a Boy. On that same paper, the Slam Magazine cover with the interview The L.A. Leakers Freestyle, the documentary Applying Pressure, and what I've noticed, and Letty has also mentioned it too, how Cole was possibly teasing a timeline. He's been mentioning his whole career, and even on the Applying Pressure documentary, how he had many, many revelations. And I was thinking he would take us on a journey throughout his career, On the L.A. Leakers freestyle, the first half felt like incoming freshman J. Cole bars, whereas the latter half, he went double time, full KOD flow and bars. And so I thought this was all intentional, prepping us for the finished product. And I think that was incredible. And it was so calculated. It was genius. Keep in mind, J. Cole is 36. He's not old, but he's very well a veteran now in this game. He has knowledge. He has wisdom. He has experience. He's getting older. I think he's at the stage where he's going to start winding down and try to figure out who's next, who will carry on the mantle, the seed that I planted. He's at this crossroad of separation between the icon, J. Cole, that many look up to and Jermaine Cole, the man, the father, the human. And as he's getting older, those two may be intertwining with each other. And so I get how he doesn't want to leave without passing the torch and leaving a legacy behind. Knowing he made some sort of change, the hunger is still there. My life is all
1: I have. My rhymes, my pen, my pad, and I done made it out the struggle. Don't judge me. What you saying now? Won't budge me, cause where I come from so often People you grow with layin' in a coffin But I done made it through the pain and strife It's my time now, my world, my life, my life Say what? The stuff that I seen got me traumatized I let the K go and Johnny die. Swingin' that motherfucker side to side We don't participate, in with that squash shit All we believe in is homicides I got a good heart, so I seen teddy bears Every time we make their mamas cry I pray that my past ain't ahead of me, 21 When I'm in love, I love heavily, God If you betray me, you dead of me, 21 I disrespect you respectfully, up. I got some prognets who left this earth Maybe the pain made a better, God Just know that they secrets is kept with me, God. I feel like the streets is in debt with me, up. I gave my heart away to all the dog hoes Cause that's who accepted me, 21 I blame my pops for that shit Cause if he didn't fail, he could've corrected me, 21 Give all the props to my mama Cause no matter what, she always protecting me, 21 I promise you, it ain't no checking me, God Jump in the water, get wet with me, 21 21 you want my money I wanna have sex with me Can't let the arts of the law get the best of me I get the answer and you get the test of me I see chicken, you niggas is breast of me
0: Planted a seed but that ain't a me. Can't let you niggas or bitches grow next to me I think what also makes this an incredible listen Is how relatable J. Cole is As an entertainer, an artist, and as a regular person We see ourselves when we hear Or when we see J. Cole. He's grown up the same time that we're growing up. And he's an enigma too. So he's always wondering, I'm doing good. But am I falling off? Do people really see me in that way? We always have these conversations with ourselves. Another thing I wanted to mention were the features on this. We all know how independent J. Cole is. Platinum with no features. And the first thing, the first verse I hear is Cam'ron, Killa Cam, introducing us to J. Cole. Not only this, but we have 21 Savage, Boss on a few tracks, Black, and Lil Baby. Ones who are leading us into the new generation. Best thing, these were all surprises. The theme and tone of the entire album is all set in the intro. I always think the intro might be the most important part of the entire album, the entire album experience. And this is no different. Subtly throwing shades and braggadocious bars towards the quote-unquote technicality of flexing in the only way that a mature 36-year-old father can flex on, the song 95 South. It hooks you in right away. I think it's the perfect warm-up to your workout or your game. Cole's always been a huge proponent of basketball and it's very evident here as well he's taking us to the gym with him he's gassing himself up but he's not doing this for no reason he's doing this to prove to himself that he's still a top three MC in the prime of his career wanting to set the bar for others leading by example Just in case we forgot, he does this. He has range. He has tools in his arsenal. He's ready. He never left. He doesn't need luck. He was born for this. He's waited his whole entire life for this. On the Applying Pressure documentary, Cole tells Savage what the offseason means to him. And he says that he can't see everyone work together. And he's here like Iverson with the infamous practice line. Why do I got to care about practice? I am the greatest. He's on a high horse and he knows it. Cole acknowledges that this might be the thought on the process of making this album. Now he understands He has to practice in order to show up and show out on these tracks. Crazy also how versatile he is with the punchline bar. And the beat do come around, put an M right on your head. You're Luigi brother now. (laughs) Classic. Got Luigi trending on socials and everything. But it's also crazy to think that even with these punchline bars or taboo raps. These tracks still have substance. Keyword, substance. To me, Cole is one of the very few without a legit dud, without a legit miss or a bad album. No filler, nor average project. No, every single J. Cole project has substance, has flavor, has real meaning and he's only evolving with each and every album, creating its own separate narrative within the timeline of his career and discography. We can still learn from him, even a decade plus in.
1: I question whether this shit matters Putting substance into something in the world, so used to instant gratification. I found this instrumental on my phone while on vacation. Eve sent it a year ago or so. I probably heard it before, but slept on it, you know. Shit, don't always connect as soon as you press play. At times you gotta step away, do some living. Let time provide a new prescription, giving truer vision. I dibble dabble in a few religions. My homie constantly telling me about Quran, putting me on. I read a few pages and recognize the wisdom in it. But I ain't got the discipline for sticking with it. Now I'm on the Way to London, got a show for seven digits I'm wondering just when did I become my biggest critic I wanna be my biggest fan Like how I was when didn't nobody know my jam Today my son said dad let go my hand Reminded me one day he's gonna be his own man And my job is to make sure he's equipped I gotta make sure he not no bitch Cause niggas bound to try him. If I said I was the toughest growing up I would be lying I had a fear of getting punched while everybody iron Add to that a constant fear of dying by gunshot wound or other violent type of endings I kept a tough demeanor on the surface But was mostly just pretending Luckily my bluff was working way more often than not But sometimes a nigga pulled my card Trying to expose me for a fraud And with my reputation at stake I was scuffling just to save face Couple wins, couple losses Some broken up, too quick to call it My last scrap was with Puff Daddy Who would have thought it? I bought that nigga album in 7th grade And played it so much You would have thought my favorite rapper was Puff Back then I ain't no shit Now I know too much Ignorance is bliss And innocence is just ignorance Before it's introduced To currency and clips Of bad licks That have a nigga Serving three to six Shit
0: just song <laughs> These features also represent Cole stepping out of his comfort zone And proving once again The chemistry He can have with other artists Sometimes even surpassing them And owning the song Standing out from the pack But also displaying something that's worth more than a feature here and there Or even chemistry And that's friendship, brotherhood Real growth and friendship with people like 21 Savage Before I left I stopped by and seen my nigga 21 in the
1: studio Yeah two of his kids with him right in the studio that's when I knew up, nigga. I love seeing shit like that.
0: Question. And I think it's beautiful in its own right to see just where they came from, how they connected, and what their goals are, individually and collectively. That kind of camaraderie is untouched. I think when Cole saw 21's kids, he was touched. Because I truly think that he thinks. He's still a kid at heart. He calls himself. The middle child. Explaining. How. He's big bro. And little bro. All at once. And you can see that in the music too. In the interviews. In the concerts. In his mutuals. In all his interactions. How he still looks up to the greats. The OGs. And now he's that guy. But. He wants to set that example to the younger generation. There's a line on Note to Self from Forest Hills Drive... ...that to this day has always resonated with me. And I always take it with me everywhere. And that line is... ...came all the way just to learn one thing, man. And only one fucking thing matters. And that's your happiness. And the only way you're going to get to that happiness... It's through love. Real, genuine, motherfucking love, man. Not the fake shit. Not the Hollywood shit. Not the ones giving you props so you think you the shit. Not motherfuckers knowing you so you think you famous. Not one seeing your whip and they want your whip so you feel good because they want your whip. Or they want your bitch so you feel better. Fuck that. Real love. Where your crib is at, where your heart is at. Where your home is at, where your mom is at, where your girl is at. And he also sees himself when he sees his kid. Or when he sees 21's kids. On Let Go of My Hand, it's at that point where your kid tells you they, might, they, like, they can't be afraid. They can't grow up to be a punk. The world is hard. And in order to defend themselves, they tell you, Let go of my hand. I can walk myself. I don't need you to hold my hand. It's very grown themes on this album. And on Hunger on Hillside, he talked about his marriage and being faithful. Fun fucking hoes until you realize you is the hoe. So I think now he's comfortable and happy with being on top of the rap game with no bitches. Just his wife and kid. And it's crazy how he explicitly painting that picture about, look, this is how I used to think. Now this is how I think. This is how I move about. And I think that transparency is everything. And it does make a huge difference from others and from him. And what's also fascinating about this transparency and alluding to these themes are that he lays the groundwork on how he's just a person. He can slip up and that's okay. He's here to learn. But he's not here to be held against. He's not afraid to show everything. Something I've always aspired to show and to be. Raw and unfiltered and I think it makes any interactions seem much more comfortable and way less intimidated and way less forced in my opinion and so to conclude this breakdown I want to let y'all know that these are my final thoughts and takeaways from my first week with this album these opinions may be subject to change so take this with a grain of salt with an asterisk next to it this is not my final word what i will say is this is some of j cole's best raps and best bars it's not a cohesive thought process but his streams of consciousness all hit home and they hit hard and from a man who improved his intellect on public perception I'm excited to hear the fall off. It's definitely not a concept album, but it feels like a concept album. And so I'm left with, damn, what's next? But also, damn, no, I don't want to hear, I don't want to know what's next. Because that next could possibly be his last. It's very bittersweet though, but it's also genius from a marketing standpoint. Like Cole knows how to work with the audience, how to work his fans like myself, and how I'm left as a clown whose emotions are all over the fucking place with this. I also like to add how this also came at a perfect time for me personally. Two days before I turned 27, and in the midst of a very turbulent week for me, And so I think there's also this biased opinion, but fuck it, it's my opinion. And I love this album, man. I cherish this album very near and dear to my heart. I hear it with me every time when I work out. It's still very recent, but I'm not afraid to call it my favorite album of 2021 so far. From an artist that possibly surpassed Kendrick as my favorite rap artist right now. Swear to God, if I'm manifesting a Kendrick album, just know, Cole, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I love you. And if I'm really manifesting a new Kendrick album, think me later, y'all. No skips on this. Still yet to surpass 2014 Forest Hills Drive as his best. That may come with time, but I'm compelled to say it's now in second place. The off season is in second place for me. I for one can't wait to hear this album and really feel this album live in concert. Might be an instant classic for me, not definite though, but it is a cultural moment. Rapping ain't enough for some, but it is enough for others. Why do we rap in the first place? it's a sport leaving a legacy is everything but rapping is key rapping is crucial important and a central focus the last decade yeah we've seen good raps but we've seen many more aspects of music making a rap album great like jazz vocals the melodies I think that now with the offseason, this is a turning point on, you know, making wrapping the standard again. I can't even imagine how the falloff is going to be like. Again, I'm going back a bit, but I think, or I hope, that the offseason is his practice and the falloff will be his finals game 7. I give the offseason an 8 out of 10. Guys, thank you so much for listening for my J. Cole review. Right here exclusively on the Swim and Delight podcast. I want to give a huge, huge shout out to Letty from the Letty Set Go podcast. The entire Genius fam for inspiring me to make this review. Shout out J. Cole and the entire Dreamville fam for making me a fan. J. Cole and C at Dreamville, at Genius, at Letty, at B.TM, at Brandon Jinx. He has a new podcast called No Skips with Shea Serrano out now on all platforms. Make sure to hear that. It's definitely good. Shout out HGAP Studios for giving me a space and the creative flow to allow my freedom to just go through. And I keep telling you all this. The wheels are starting to set in motion with visuals. Promise you it will come very soon. Again, my name is Leo Soares. Make sure to follow me on all socials at Leo's Brazilian with an S. Again, that's Leo is Brazilian with an S instead of a Z. To keep up with any updates for the podcast or even me in general, if you're interested. Make sure to leave a like, leave a review, some feedback if you can, or even any pod topics. I love hearing them from all of you. Again, thank you so, so much for taking the time out to listen to me and the Swim and Delight podcast. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Love and light to you. Always. I see right through you niggas just like Tupac Hologram Aint doing and
1: Coachella, booking me, gon' be a lot of M's I'm feeling myself, I'm on my wealth up till it's tiring I'm put my tongue all in my bitch, she get that hollering I ain't doing no dirt no more, I stopped creeping six years ago Fun fucking them hoes until you realize that you is the hoe Shit gon' get hard, keep your head strong If I quit now, then I'm dead wrong Fighting off this hunger for hours Big step, a nigga don't get stepped on The money might fade, but respect don't Still gon' be me when success gone I don't speak the language of cowards I walk through the flame like I'm Teflon
0: Can't be afraid of sunlight Spotlights when it glows. All the pain you hold Makes you worth your way alone. Can't be afraid of sunlight Spotlights when it goes. is sponsored by Amari Mix Fresh Mexican Fusion If you're in the mood for an authentic Mexican cuisine and experience Amari Mix is the spot for you With a variety of choices including Mexican Baja Cubanito Tacos Quesadillas Burritos Fajitas Enchiladas Churros Horchata Ice Cream and so much more. The best quality Mexican food in the Westchester, Miami, Florida area. Located on the corner of Southwest Ninety Seven Avenue and Coral Way. Again, Amari Mix, fresh Mexican fusion. Call, leave a five-star review, dine-in, order takeout, Uber Eats. Phone number is 305 603 9134. Thank you very much, Mari Mix, for letting me sponsor you.